Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in today. I uh, Yesterday was a little bit of a different thing. I, I threw down a, a, a past episode because we had the power outage up here. I'm in Western Washington. We had a big windstorm. It knocked out all the power, including the power to my home and my studio, which is also in my home. So I wasn't able to do anything. I could have done some cheap, I guess, you know, live thing on my on my phone or something like that. But I'd rather put out something a little more uh, higher quality than that that uh, that is worth uh, worth putting out there. Anyway, <clears throat> while Biden ignores America, we have and marches the country, by the way, toward World War Three. We have a, another president that cares about America. We have a president that cares about the people of America that, that is actually going to address the people's concerns. In fact, some people would call him America first, whereas Biden seems to be Ukraine first and war first. <clears throat> Excuse me. While Biden is, 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 is doing his photo ops over there, hugging and kissing and holding hands with Vladimir Zelensky and speaking in front of Poland, making all kinds of promises that the American people did not sign up for, we're not into an endless war. And the funny thing, and I, 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 I touched on this on Monday, is what is it with these, these warmongers? They want war. These, these liberal Democrats, these, these peace-loving accepting Democrats. And, and, and they're, what's even more is their supporters, the people who vote for them. The people who vote for them are anti-war people, or so they've said for their entire friggin' lives. And now all of a sudden they're willing to have hundreds of thousands of people die in Ukraine because they support Biden. And that's exactly what's happening. There are estimates that up to 100,000 people per side have died. That's a couple hundred thousand people, people. That's nothing to sneeze at. And uh, it just blows me away. You know, I, I have several liberal friends, and, and they've always told me how much Bush was a warmonger and how much Trump was going to get us into World War III and yada, yada, yada. And yet when Biden is marching us literally into World War III with Russia and China via Ukraine, they're all like, oh, yay, he's doing a great job. He's so strong. He's so great. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and then he, he makes sure to give a big, it's a, it's a big propaganda thing, right? And now, now this is not... This is not theater. I'm going to I'm going to throw this up here and, and a lot of you have seen this already, but I'm going to put it up again. This is not theater. This this is propaganda. So when the regime wants to control the narrative in the media and what you and I think, this is what they do. This is Biden entering the the grounds of of the of the uh capital there in Ukraine. And all of a sudden, air raid sirens start going off. And what, what the hell is up with that? Apparently, there hasn't been an air raid in, in Kiev in, in weeks. 
And all of a sudden, Biden gets there, and this happens. Biden doesn't look very concerned. He just continues his dementia shuffle, walking along with, with Vladimir, little midget man. And they don't even pay attention to the sirens. None of them look up to the sirens. In fact, was this actually just audio put in after the video? <laughs> was this a complete production and there never was an air raid siren? No, I think it was live, but I think they had a heads up that, hey, if you hear an air raid siren while you're walking into the to the Capitol, don't worry about it because that's all planned. That's all part of the that's all part of the propaganda that we're going to put out there. That's part of the image that we're going to put out there. That was on Bloomberg, by the way. Surprise, surprise. Let's just flash back a little bit on what Biden did in Ukraine. This was actually after Ukraine. So after he left Ukraine, he went to Poland and he gave a little speech there. We build a coalition of nations from the Atlantic to the Pacific, NATO to the, and the Atlantic, Japan and the Pacific, I mean, across the, across the world. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. What does Japan have to do with NATO? All right, hold on. <laughs> we build an alliance. He doesn't even know what the hell he's saying. This guy, and... and it gets worse and worse every single time he goes out there. They put him out there to be the mouthpiece of the United States. And we follow him. We watch, this, we watch the stories. And it just gets worse and worse. The fact that the media, I wish we had a fair press. I wish we actually had a journalistic press that would cover it equally and fairly, that they would look at this guy and go, uh, and ask questions, like real questions. Put his feet to the fire instead of kissing his ass constantly and supporting the regime. We have, our, our media right now is basically state media, a state-run media. All the letters, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, CNN. They're all just, they're all just state propaganda machines. Here's another great example of our leader on the world stage, okay? He's, he's meeting with the, the, the Polish president. And even with something in his ear, probably piped in with people telling him what to say, this is what he says. Connection between Polish and, 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 Polish and American people is extremely strong. Is he praying? What is he doing? with the president. I was, uh, as a young man, I was uh, born in a coal town of Scranton, Pennsylvania, northeastern Pennsylvania, in an Irish Catholic neighborhood. Then when coal died, we moved down to Delaware, to a town called Claymont, Delaware, which was a working class town. And, uh, but everybody in town was either Polish or Italian. I grew up feeling self-conscious. My name didn't end in an SKI or an O. Uh, but all kidding aside, the connection between, I was telling the, the president, the pride, the overwhelming demonstrable pride that the Polish Americans feel about Poland and the role you're playing now. We were talking about it. It's extreme. Yeah. 
It is. It is. Uh, it is. It's not extreme. All right? Poland. We're not extremely grateful for what's going on right now. We don't have a great amount of pride in what's going on with NATO right now. And Biden has got to be the only, I mean, everywhere he goes, doesn't matter who he talks to, his race, religion, creed, whatever, he is, Biden is the most black, Latino, Irish, Polish, Italian president we've ever had. Oh, and by the way, he's all about equity as well. This guy's a complete tool. He's, he's a piece of Play-Doh that they mold into whatever they want him to be. They put it in front of his face, put it on the teleprompter. Sometimes he reads it right, sometimes he doesn't. But mostly he's getting the message out that they want him to get out. And Biden has always been a puppet. He's always been someone who just goes with the, goes with the flow and the wind. Because he's weak. You want a strong leader. We had a strong leader for four years in President Trump. So while we're escalating the war in Ukraine, do we think that Russia is just not, they're just going to sit back and and swallow it? They're just going to sit back and and say that, oh, the United States is, is providing all these weapons to Ukraine and they're out there cutting off all of our uh, commerce and doing all this. You think they're just going to stand by and do nothing? And I, I talked about this on Monday. Is we are looking at a real threat of World War Three. People laughed. Go on my my site. They they gave me grief. You know the sky is falling. Chicken little. You know that's fine. The sky is falling right up until the mushroom cloud explodes in a city near you. This is real shit. These weapons exist. The leaders that have the control of these weapons exist. And some of them aren't real stable. Russia responded. Putin says Russia is suspending participation in the New START Treaty, which was the last nuclear weapons back with the USA. Russian President Vladimir Putin declared Tuesday that Moscow was suspending its participation in the New START Treaty, the last remaining nuclear arms control pact with the United States sharply up in the ante amid Washington over the fighting in Ukraine. So what that means is there's no longer an existing nuclear arms treaty be, between the U.S. and Russia. There, there, there isn't one. It doesn't exist. That means unlimited production of weapons, unlimited strength of weapons, no inspections, And we all know Russia's never been playing by the rules, but now they can just go ahead. What is the START Treaty? The START Treaty was something between the United States of America and Russia, the Federation, uh, to, 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 for, to reduce the limitations of strategic offensive arms, also known as New START Treaty, enhances U.S. national security by placing verifiable limits on all Russian-deployed intercontinental-range nuclear weapons. The United States and Russia Federation have agreed to extend this treaty through February 4, 2026. But that's all on hold now. We're not going to do that anymore because we're at war with Russia. You understand that. Make sure you're, you're, you're very clear on that. The United States is currently at war with Russia. This is not a Ukraine war. This is the United States fighting a proxy war against Russia via Ukraine. 
And anybody who doesn't see that or doesn't agree with that, man, you better check in for your meds because I'm telling you, that's what's happening. So what does Biden think about the START Treaty? This is a major, this is a major deal. Don't, don't just slough it off. This was the last remaining nuclear arms limitation treaty between the U.S. and Russia. You know, now there's nothing at all. So they can do whatever they want. And Biden is so, it's such a big deal to him. This is what he had to say about it. Mr. President, what do you think of Putin pulling out of start? Biden's answer, I don't have time. What? You don't have time? You don't have time to answer the question? You don't have time for Putin? You just don't want to even talk about it? You don't even maybe know about it because it keep kept you in the dark? I'm, I'm leaning toward the, the latter right there, that they've kept him in the dark. He doesn't have any clue that this has happened. And he went and told Poland this. While he's talking about the strength of NATO and how we're all standing together with Ukraine, how we're going to fight this war to the very end, a war that nobody asked for, a war that America does not want, by the way, in overwhelming numbers, America does not want to be involved in this. He gets up there and says this. And this is incredible because he's just flat out, flat out lying. Or again, he's repeating what he's been told and he thinks it's true. You decide. All across my country, in big cities and small towns, Ukrainian flags fly from American homes. They do? Ukrainian flags fly from American homes all across, all right, first of all, his country? All across my country, he says. Biden, it's not your freaking country. You are not a dictator. You're not the boss of us. It's not your country. It's our country. You could have said across the United States, across our country. But no, you said across my country. It's not your fucking country. You don't own it. But are Ukrainian flags flying across this country? And households, all cities, big and small households are flying Ukrainian flags. You know, what's flying more? Ukrainian flags or these flags?
Hurricane Man. I would venture to say that there are more FJB and let's go Brandon flags flying in this country than there are Ukrainian flags. I haven't seen a Ukrainian. I think I've seen in, in the last year, I think I've seen one Ukrainian flag flying at a house. And that's because of the neighborhood it was in. It is extremely liberal and extremely socialist. But I haven't seen one anywhere else. And I drive around a lot. So again, Biden either doesn't know what he's talking about or he's just repeating what he's told to repeat. I think maybe he's just repeating what he's told to repeat. I don't think he knows what the hell is going on in this country at all. As he's leaving Poland... Biden once again falls up the stairs. I don't know what it is with him and stairs or bicycles or anything else like that. Oh, wait, he's 80 freaking years old, okay? But his, the White House doctor says he's a robust 80-year-old man who's completely healthy and able to, to take care of the duties of the president. But here he is again falling up the stairs of Air Force One. At least he didn't fall three times. Because that would have been... <laughs> Here's Trump getting ready to get on Trump Force One on his way to do what Biden should have done on day one and what nobody in his administration has done to date. And that's get out to East Palestine in Ohio where there's a major catastrophe, a major disaster environmentally and locally contaminating the air, contaminating the drinking water. No one's been there from the Biden administration. I guess Buck Guy is going there tomorrow. They didn't want to put him there today because Trump was going to there today. But here's what Trump looks like going up the stairs compared to uh, old man Biden. That's a leader. That's strength. And he went up today and did what, what no Biden administration official has done. Let's go to East Palestine and talk with the people. It's a small town. That's probably why the administration doesn't care about it. It's a tiny little town. It's not a huge population, okay? So you're not looking at tens of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands, millions. If this happened in New York or Seattle or D.C., Chicago, I guarantee you it'd be front page news everywhere. But it happened in this little podunk town there in Ohio. And they don't care. They don't care. And they're getting heat for it. They should. The fact that you have this massive disaster that happened, the train derailment, then the decisions that led up to lighting off all of this hazardous material, creating an environmental catastrophe like we haven't seen in, in some time in the United States, way worse than any oil spill you will see from the Keystone Pipeline or anything else. And they're even is there, CNN. Is there some sense in the White House that even if they were watching it, they should have been talking about it more? Look, I think it's clear that time is definitely of the essence. As Miguel and others on the ground have reported, uh, there is real lack of trust at the federal government's response. Uh, did they respond fast enough 
Uh, there's a clear desire within that community to see big names come and actually see with their own eyes. And I think you're absolutely right that as soon as the president uh, touches back down on U.S. soil, there are going to be real questions about what he personally is willing to do and show he is doing to really address this problem. He won't do anything. He doesn't have to. Like I said, he doesn't care about these people in East Palestine. But Pete Butt guy, he had this to say. Even though our piece of this obviously is the transportation side, uh, I am very concerned to make sure that these residents are getting what they need on the health and environmental side and really appreciate the work that's been done by local first responders and by our administration in order to make sure they have everything they need. And, and that's going to continue you know, long after there's uh, less public attention, uh, less uh, uh, people coming through town. Uh, and what a kiss-ass mother effer. Well, wait a minute. I guess he does like to kick ass. He likes to suck ass, too, probably. <sighs> Maybe that joke was in poor taste, but it's true. These people do not give one flying F about the people of East Palestine. Not one. It took a week before this story even started to gain traction in the media. And the only reason it did is because... Because podcasters like Tucker Carlson, Dan Bongino, Jack Posobiec started to put it out there to the point where, oh, we can't ignore it anymore. And so it went out there. Otherwise, they would have just ignored it. We would not even know this to happen. And now the Biden administration is playing catch-up. The reason they're playing catch-up is because they don't care. If they cared... It, wouldn't, it would be a non-question. It wouldn't be an issue. So while you have one president ignoring the American people and traveling over to Ukraine on President's Day, kissing their ass, promising more billions of dollars, promising more weapons, goes into Poland and said he was raised a poor Polish boy while he was a poor black boy, a poor Catholic boy, a poor Italian boy, a poor Latino boy, You've got another president actually caring about the American people in the United States and going to visit the people in East Palestine. And this is what it looked like with him arriving. Notice how he doesn't fall down the stairs. It's kind of important. So there's Trump arriving in East Palestine. Ohio. And then this happened. No more Joe! 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 See, again, this is a small town. That's a huge turnout. This is a town of a few thousand people. It's not a small, it's not a, it's not a big area. Now, here's the cool thing. Before Trump even got on the plane to head out to East Palestine before he even stepped foot there. This happened. Donald Trump delivers truckloads of water to East Palestine after train derailment. FEMA hasn't sent anything there. The Biden administration hasn't sent anything there. 
Former President Donald Trump visited East Palestine Wednesday, where he delivered truckloads of bottled water following a train derailment earlier this month that left the small town in disarray. He also delivered food and supplies. It wasn't just water. President Trump is meeting with the citizens of East Palestine, and he will never forget them and what they're going through. Contrast that with Biden and the federal government, who have failed from the very beginning. Trump spoke. John Rourke, the CEO of Line Moving, which transported the pallets of water to East Palestine, told Breitbart News that the company moved 13 pallets of water, which comes to over 14,000 bottles for the small town. Joe Biden and Pete Buttguy stay away. The real president is here, taking care of America's citizens. So while Trump is over there promising to use U.S. tax dollars to cover Ukrainian pensions, and welfare benefits. Donald Trump is spending money out of his own pocket. His own money. To deliver relief to East Palestine. I think that's pretty cool. And he was, he was greeted by many people there. So uh, this, was, this was one of the greetings. Uh, there's J.D. Vance there. He's with Trump. I guarantee you that Biden, well, Biden's not even going to go there now. He can't. I mean, that would be, they already know that they effed up. They already know that they totally dropped the ball on this one. So they can't go there now at this point. So Biden's not going to show up. Uh, Pete Buckeye is going to end up there tomorrow. And I guarantee you that he's not going to get anywhere near the reception as this. Not, not anywhere close. In fact, I'd be surprised if they didn't um, if they didn't basically boo him off whatever stage he pretends to get onto. Trump was there, man. He, this is a, what a leader does. This is what a president does. They asked him. Check it out. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. What's your message to Joe Biden before you leave? Thank you. Get over here. Yeah, right. Thank you. He was asked, "What's your message to Joe Biden before you leave?" He says, "Get over here." But Biden won't because he's weak. And he thinks you're stupid. He thinks he can just go about the world doing whatever the hell he wants to do and ignore the American people. Once in a while, get up on the podium and say that he's all about equity. He's all about America. And look how great our economy is. Look how strong it is, even though it's worse than it's been in decades. And his followers will just buy it. 
and he's not held accountable. And they think they can just do and say whatever they want because it doesn't matter. Another scene in East Palestine. Just He's just talking with the people. Again, this is not a large town. He's signing hats. He really needs... He needs to get 47 hats, and we need to make sure he gets them. And then lastly, I'm going to play this clip because he went into a McDonald's. You know how Trump likes his big, you know, his, his, his McDonald's. Amazing. It's not healthy food, but yet he continues to eat it, and he still thrives. So while he was in this McDonald's, he bought meals for all the first responders and everybody that was in there. Only McDonald's in town. A lot of towns have, a lot of cities have multiple, dozens, hundreds of McDonald's. It's the only one in town. It's kind of a big deal. But that's what a leader does. That's what a president does. That's what somebody who cares about America does is they get in there with the people. They talk with the people. They communicate with the people. Yes, they're in completely different arenas and orbits as far as their real lives go. But Trump is not scared to get down there in the trenches and be real with people because he is not a politician. He's a business person. That's what scares the left to death. It scares the Democrat Party. It scares a lot of Republicans too. It scares the establishment. Because he's not controllable and he won't be held accountable to the system. Donald Trump is accountable to the people. And that's how it should be. Here's the none better take the day. Well, we have a President Joe Biden who ignores the country and marches us closer and closer to World War III. We have another president in Trump who cares about the American people, who, when disaster strikes in America, he goes there. Not only does he go there, and I'm talking about East Palestine and Ohio, not only does he go there, but he backs up his, his, his presence with action. He sends water, and aid and food and supplies with money out of his own pocket while Joe Biden is spending American tax dollars to fund the pensions and welfare of Ukrainian people. President Trump is spending money out of his own pocket to take care of American people. And if that's not enough, Tim Poole said it today. These actions, Trump, you know what? You could not, he can be rough around the edges. He can be really gruff and in your face. He may put out rude tweets. But he's a leader and he cares about America. He is the biggest patriot I have seen as a leader since Ronald Reagan. 
And he may even be more of a patriot because he's not a politician. He's an outsider. And Tim Poole said, he said, I'm voting for Trump. I second that, Tim. I, too, will be voting for President Trump. I will be supporting President Trump in the 2024 elections. And not because I'm a MAGA or Trumpster or whatever you guys, T-Rumper, you whack job liberals have all kinds of names for us. I prefer to think of myself as a patriot. Oh my God, I love my family, I love my country in that order. And Biden does not. It's that simple. Trump does. He's, he's, he's an authentic person. And you can hate him. That's fine. Perfectly within your rights to do so. But his authenticity versus Trump's or versus Biden's storytelling over and over again, telling the same stories because he's a small man. Because he has no real accomplishments. And so he has to embellish and plagiarize like he's done for his entire life and his entire career. He's a poor, pathetic old man who has to pump himself up and create a reality that never existed to make himself feel good. If you have real history, if you have real leadership, you don't have to do that. Your pure presence commands it. That's what President Trump is. He's a true leader. He's a true patriot. He loves this country. What they have done to him is criminal. And I hope that one day those responsible for it will be held to account. And in 2024, we see a second term of President Trump as we should have in 2020. Thanks for listening. If you're just on renegaderadio.com, hey, thanks a lot for all the podcasts or whatever. Check me out on rumble.com slash the men report for the video. You can also find me on all the podcast channels and social at the Nun Report, except TikTok, because I don't do that commie BS. Or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. It's all right there, one stop, one shop. You can click right into everywhere I'm at. Anyway, hey, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.